You're listening to the Two Minute Time Lord, 120 seconds of concentrated commentary, because we're all in a hurry. Hi, I'm Chip, and welcome to Two Minute Time Lord podcast number 326. I'm coming to you from the first annual Long Island Doctor Who convention, where I'm having a wonderful time geeking out about our favorite show and catching up with some dear friends. But I have to admit, I was a little worried about it this time. I wasn't sure that I'd fit in this time. But my friends were there for me. They told me I still belong in the Doctor Who community, even though I don't like the Web of Fear very much. Fandom's received wisdom about the Web of Fear always seemed to me that its loss was akin to that of the Ark of the Covenant, a great, seminal piece of Doctor Who storytelling lost to the ages. When it and the enemy of the world were recovered, the Web of Fear seemed to garner most of the attention. Well, if you'll go back to 2MTL episode 353, you'll hear that I was rather enamored of Enemy. Not so much the Web of Fear, although it probably says more about my interest in Doctor Who than in the merits of the story. For many fans, the claustrophobic base-under-siege storytelling of many Patrick Troughton episodes, including this one, is essential Doctor Who. But different showrunners and fans alike have different ideas on what's essential. We haven't had all that much base-under-siege in New Who, to the point that Mark Gatiss's Cold War script was noted as a callback. And when I first encountered Doctor Who as a young teen, base-under-siege wasn't a huge part of the world of my Doctor, Peter Davison. I come at Doctor Who without those creeping horror expectations then. I also have the additional handicap of not having listened to or seen reconstructions of the abominable snowmen. So what am I confronted with in the web of fear? A story that's too long for its plot, particularly when the plot doesn't make a great deal of sense. Painfully stereotyped, poorly performed characters in Private Evans and Mr. Chorley, and the lumbering, not-at-all-scary robot yeti which look painfully out of context in the London Underground. Except for the fact that, as fans, we've known of Yeti and the Underground for decades, and we know what to expect, so we give them something of a pass. Nicholas Courtney is brilliant, competent, three-dimensional in his first outing as Lethbridge Stewart, and Patrick Troughton is especially compelling as the great intelligence's target and intended victim. He's a quiet, profoundly moral leader in this episode— furiously working to avert his fate at the intelligence's ephemeral hands, but accepting it if it becomes necessary to save his friends. That's courage. And this is a well-directed story by Douglas Camfield. But in the end, I have to side with Eric and Kyle of the Doctor Who The Writer's Room podcast, who damned the web of fear with faint praise before it was rediscovered. Lumbering monsters and thin, insufficiently baked plots drag down the technical merits of this story. Enemy of the World, and not Web of Fear, was the greater find this year. And that's the Two Minute Time Lord podcast coming to you from Ronkonkoma, New York. More episodes of Two Minute Time Lord podcast are at TWOMinuteTimeLord.com. We're on iTunes. I'm on social media at numeral Two Minute Time Lord. And if you happen to be at Long Island Who, please say hello. Thanks for listening. Catch you again soon.